welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. I'm your host, Zach Marks. Pleased to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Dawson Patrician. Now, Dawson, Sherwood Park splitting their weekend games last weekend, finally returning to the Sherwood Park Arena, winning in overtime on Saturday night against the White Court Wolverines by a score of 3-2, to two, and then dropping a 4-1 decision to the Bonneville Pontiacs on Sunday night. Now they have Spruce Grove coming to town here tonight, and then they have the weekend off, not playing again until Tuesday. So, Dawson, what did you take out of the weekend contests against Whitecourt and Bonneville? Well, uh, the out of Saturday's game, I did take out of, I think our, our predictions in the pregame show were correct. Um, they did uh, they did pretty much, for the most part, handle the, the top scorer, uh, Tyler Mahan. However, he did manage a uh, shorthanded breakaway goal at the beginning of the second period. But other than that, uh, besides, you know, a second goal from Alex Dominique to close out the second period, they played pretty well. They played good enough to win, which, I mean, considering where they're in the standings, you'll take what you can get, of course. And obviously, you know, Caleb Dick uh, playing out of his mind lately um, on that top pair. And in Bonneville, I think, um, you know, they let it get away from them a little bit. Obviously the, the early goal from Josh rule. And then just 24 seconds later, giving up a marker from cash Rasmussen. And I think they just, they let it get away from them. They, they didn't, you know, as, as many coaches and players will tell you, uh, go back to basics, just lock it down try and get that second goal. Uh, just the one to bounce back. And again, I mean, they fell into penalty trouble um, yet again. The only two penalties in the second period and then three in the third. Um, I think the, their penalty kill is good, but it's not good enough to sustain this amount of, of use. I think going forward, especially when they have these games against the Sherwood Parks, the, the two games in Fort McMurray next weekend, those good teams will exploit you for your special teams. Yeah, no doubt about that. A tough one on Sunday, to say the least. Six power penalty kills, allowing just the one Austin Saint uh, power play goal late in that third period to make it 4-1. But I'm going to go back to the game against White Court, which I was lucky enough to call. Um, late in the third period, Gus Byland facing down Tyler Mahan on another shorthanded breakaway. As you mentioned earlier, Mahan beating him in a similar situation in the second period. And he slams the door shut to keep the game tied and send it to overtime, enabling Dick to score that overtime winner. And we did talk to him in the post-game show. And he said he kind of used that second period uh, breakaway goal as kind of a template to make that save. He understood that it was going to be a bit of a – he expected some deeks from Mahan. And sure enough, that's what Mahan went for. Ended up not working out. And Sherwood Park gets the two points looking ahead to Spruce Grove tonight. And as you mentioned, Fort McMurray next weekend, some big matchups here, heavyweights in the North division, both white, pardon me, both Fort McMurray and Spruce Grove top two tied at the top. In, however, uh, in fact, in the North division, granted uh, Fort McMurray has played two less games, 10 to and on the season uh, currently only trailing the Brooks bandits for the league lead Brooks 11 and one thus far. So, one more loss to the oil barons. Now, that being said, Sherwood Park's offense has been a bit of a problem for the team so far. Currently, 
the lowest goals for in the North Division, despite being in uh, sixth place at the moment, uh, tied with the Lloydminster Bobcats with a with the exact same re- uh, record and points, just a slightly higher goal differential for Sherwood Park, keeping them out of seventh. But we mentioned it all the time the standings are going to start mattering a lot faster than it looks. And you need to be getting points in these early games. Spruce Grove winners of their last two, including a four nothing win over Drayton Valley at the Omniplex on Tuesday night, a game that saw them kill off all three of Drayton Valley's power play opportunities, despite not getting a single chance with the man advantage. They didn't need it. Three goals in the first period on Drayton Valley goaltender Byron fancy before locking down in the second and a late third period goal from Ewan McPherson ends up making it four, a penalty in each period for Spruce Grove. But this is a team that came into the Sherwood Park Arena, got outplayed for a large portion of that first of those first two periods, trailed two nothing, and then scored five unanswered goals to uh, to sweep the weekend series. Five two victors in the Sherwood Park Arena to spoil what was the home opener. Now Sherwood Park has had a couple of games at home. Now this will be their fourth total game at the Randy Rosen Rink, and it's once again we say it every time: the goaltending is going to be a factor, whether we like it or not. Uh, Gus Byland settling in as what seems to be the uh, team's starting role. Uh, eight total starts this season compared to just four for Merrick Pacharoni. Three and five record for Bylin, 351 goals against an 897 save percentage. Compare that to bulk starter for Spruce Grove, Max Beckford, who's got a 3-2 and 2 record, a 3.43 goals against an 879. Zach Onisu does have some better stats, five and two. Actually, I say bulk starter. I think I'm technically right there but I would still say honest you has been the better goaltender 5-2-0 record a 284 goals against and an 895 save percentage so regardless of who starts this is going to be a goaltending matchup and it's going to be a big test for Sherwood Park to see if they can hang with this Bruce Grove team that has put up some big numbers this season 71 goals for this season that's more than every team in the league other than the Brooks Bandits who have 84 and Sherwood Park played them pretty well during the showcase. Yeah, they well, obviously going up against a team like Brooks, who has such a such a massive goal differential, and playing them like they did. Um, I think uh, Sherwood Park made that game pretty close. But going into this one against Bruce Grove, they have the they have the defensive power to uh, to shut down this team. Or at least, at least in my opinion, they do. The word, the word of the game here for Sherwood Park is going to be finish. And if they obviously, you know, you need more goals from, uh, from that top, the top six. They've kind of quieted down a little bit, but you know, they put up 30 ish shots a game. You know, they're going to need to find a way. You know, maybe get a little bit more creative. Find a way to find that back of the net and just find ways to beat uh, Zach Onescu or Maxwell Beckford, whoever ends up making the start. And again, basically up and down the lineup. Uh, one name that we haven't heard a whole lot of is uh, Logan Hauer, who 
you know, he went on that pretty big uh, scoring run just a couple of weeks ago, but he hasn't really done a whole lot on the score sheet since then, not to say that he's been playing poorly, but, you know, being that, that main driver of offense along with a player like Mitchell Joss, um, they're, they're going to need to make sort of a rebound if, if Sherwood Park wants to be more successful going forward. Yeah, Logan Howard's gone six games without a goal. His last goal coming on October 2nd. That one was against the Brooks Bandits, actually. And then just two or just three points in this last six. Tough one for Logan Howard, who got off to a pretty solid start and is quieted down, as you're expected to do over the course of a season. That's part of the ebbs and flows. But one guy who hasn't slowed down is Spruce Grove Saints forward Brett Foe, who started the season off with a goal and an assist against Sherwood Park, has had a couple of goose eggs put up, but 20 points on the season already. Eight goals, 12 assists. He has lit up the AJHL to this point, committed to Bowling Green State University. And this is a guy that Sherwood Park's going to need to do a lot of work to shut down. Same with Caden Gold, Breck McKinley, and defender Logan Atchison, the captain. 15 points along with Nick, Nikola Jovanovic, Jaden Davis with 13 Luigi Benincasa with 13. This is a very well-rounded group, and they put points on the board. A lot of big wins this season already, going back to the beginning of the year, obviously knocking off Sherwood Park 4-1 in uh, Spruce Grove and then 5-2 at in Sherwood Park before beating uh, Lloyd Minster 9-2, 7-1. Other matchups to this point, a game that went 8-4 over Bonneville, uh, losing to the Brooks at the showcase 6-4. And then they've been known to have some high goal matchups. 6-5 over the Black Falls Bulldogs last Saturday night at home. That was a big game. Uh, the night before in Camrose, a 7-6 final. Those are not uh, scores you see off, very often in the AJHL. That's more of a 1980s type of score. In a shootout, Camrose taking that one 7-6. So, I wouldn't expect it to be necessarily a defensive showcase here tonight, again, at the uh, Randy Rosen rink between these two teams. And if Sherwood Park can find their goal-scoring stride early, this could be a very interesting matchup. I'd expect it to be an interesting matchup regardless. The Suburb Series always brings with it some intrigue. The rivalry between these two teams is always lit. And over the last few years with Sherwood Park having the upper hand, Spruce, I'm sure, is quite happy to have a little bit of a an edge early on here. Sherwood Park, this is a team they don't like losing to. And with more and more people coming out to games, we saw some very good crowds for Sherwood Park over the weekend. The 4-1 uh, Sunday night game against Bonneville attendance listed at just under 500 people. That's a very solid number for a Sunday night and even Saturday against White Court, we remarked this on the broadcast during the Bonneville game, but almost 600 people on a night where the Oilers were playing. That's a Sherwood Park is a good draw for the community, and a game against Spruce Grove should see a decent amount of a crowd at the Sherwood Park Arena. That being said, you caught up with rookie defensemen who, if you've listened to us before, if you've watched some broadcasts, you'll know, Made the team out of camp, was not expected to get a roster spot. Cade Christensen, who spoke about the weekend's games, pardon me, last weekend's games against Whitecourt and Bonneville, 
and looked ahead to tonight's matchup against the Spruce Grove Saints. You guys had a tough loss against the Pontiacs. Uh, coming off again against Whitecourt, uh, what was you know maybe the message coming out of that game against Bonneville? Uh, well, uh, I think that uh, we had a pretty good game, and um, you know we had uh, we had a really good first period, and you know maybe things fell apart in the second and third, but overall a lot of positives, and um, you know a lot we can work on. We've been working on it this week in practice and uh, getting ready for uh, Spruce Grove this uh, Friday. And uh, you know in that game, a lot of a uh, lot of post hit, a lot of a lot of puck luck involved. Is that you know as big of as big of an issue as some people maybe make it out to be, or is it just you know kind of luck of the draw? Uh, yeah, it's kind of how the game goes. It's it's how it's played, and you know sometimes they sometimes you get the bounces, sometimes you don't. But um, I think that uh, overall as a team, sometimes you just got to do a better job of maybe bearing down, and that'll come with uh, you know practice and. Uh, but uh, I don't think it's too much to think about. It's uh, not too much to worry about. And uh, debatably a breakout game for you. A few huge defensive plays. Uh, how have you kind of developed that instinct of the play style over the course of this year so far? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, starting to kind of get more used to the you know faster game. And it's a big step up for Midget. But uh, I think that uh, working with the coaches and, you know, the boys have put me in a good spot. And I think that, uh, you know, over the past couple of weeks that I've improved my game a lot. And, there's a lot to there's a lot to still be worked on, but for sure I think that uh, you know, with Jeff and uh, Adam, you know, really helping me uh, make that transition, it's it's been uh, it's been pretty sound I think. And uh, you know, coming into camp as an unsigned player, uh, how does it feel to you know uh, carve out a semi-consistent roster spot? With all that being said, uh, it, it feels good. Um, obviously, I'm still fighting for uh, everything that I get and. Um, it's kind of uh, it's kind of been fun. It's been uh, something that um, you know I've looked forward to getting to getting to obviously play first of all, and then even having to work for that ice time and work for that you know uh, getting to wear that jersey on game day. But um, for the most part, I think that uh, yeah, I guess that with everything and how it's gone, I think it's been good. I've been happy with how things are uh, how things are going, and hopefully, we can just keep it up. And uh, you mentioned, you know, coaches, uh, Adam and Jeff, how they, you know, helped you, whether through practice or other means, uh, helped you adapt your game and adjust it to the AJ level. Yeah, they've, they've been really good. Um, they've, uh, you know, whether it's um, on the ice at practice or, you know, in the video room after games, working on film and uh, stuff like that. It's been, um, they've been great. They've really helped me. I've learned a lot over these last, you know, couple weeks and I'm still learning and still excited to keep learning and, uh, you know, hopefully get better as uh, the season goes on. And, uh, you know, coming up to this weekend, a solid opponent in the Spruce Grove Saints, who you guys haven't seen since opening weekend. Uh, what have you guys maybe learned from the game since then? And, and even in those contests, uh, hopefully come out on top this weekend. Uh, yeah, we know when we're playing Spruce, it's always going to be tough. It's going to be physical. It's going to be fast when you're playing your rivals from uh, across town. But I think that uh, we're, uh, we're just kind of getting ready for them in uh, practice this week. And... Um, the boys know, and uh, we know as a team that it's going to be it's going to be tough. We're going to need to play a full 60 to um, get some points there. But um, yeah, I think for the most part, we've just been, you know, we're we're worrying about uh, worrying about ourselves and um, worrying about our game more than anything. But yeah, it, uh, it'll definitely be a good test for us, and hopefully, we can find a way to come out of there with two points. And that's all for this episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. Keep it locked to social media at SB Crusaders on. Twitter and Instagram on YouTube for post-game content. That's Crusaders TV and wherever you're listening from, whether it's Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, it's Crusaders Radio, Shore Park Crusaders on Facebook. For my co-host, Dawson Patrician, I'm Zach Marks, and we will see you next time.